Seltzer Kings Podcasts. What does an 18-year veteran of the tech industry and a 20-year veteran of the military have in common? More than you might think. Welcome everyone to the, the Second, Second Act Podcast. Podcast, leveling up your life's journey. We're back, everyone. Um, and here we are at uh, episode seven. I know, John, you did a little bit of traveling last week. You were down yeah. in New Orleans. Yeah, man. It was uh, a pretty impressive conference that I was at. So I, I'm, 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 my cup is filled and I've got a lot to share. But if we have time, we'll see. <laughs> yeah. yeah. Yeah, absolutely. You know, I, it's hard to believe that uh, we are... At episode seven, we launched a month ago. I think in one of our early episodes, uh, we alluded to the idea that episode seven was was a milestone for us uh, to evaluate how we wanted to move forward. And when we originally sat down, seven was like our experimental number to see, you know, where where this thing would go over the course of seven episodes. And I think <laughs> I'm laughing. I'm laughing, Michael. Uh, because yeah. I was just thinking it took God seven days to create the earth and it took us seven episodes to figure out what the hell we're doing around here. So <laughs> that, yeah. yeah, I, it's, I mean, it's, it's, I don't know. There's something special about the number and it, um, I feel like it really took us, uh, seven episodes to find some kind of groove, uh, between yeah. us and, in full disclosure, you know, some of the earlier episodes like one and two were, were definitely uh, more structured. Um, and I think that came through with the feedback we got from the audience. And then as we got to, uh, three, four, five, six, and now seven, it just is starting to feel more natural. Um, and I'm enjoying like the conversation back and forth more, yeah. Um, and we're happy to share, you know, the audience is growing. We've exceeded, you know, some, some basic metrics we put out there for ourselves, uh, to see how we're progressing. We've learned a lot, <laughs> uh, in the process and we're excited to continue this podcast journey with everyone. Um, in a big announcement, we just, you know, I'm amped up today because we just refreshed our, our website michaelandjohn.com uh so check it out when you have a minute uh big shout out to our partner seltzer kings for for helping us evolve uh, access uh to the listening experience and making it seem a little more polished and professional than uh than yep. someone like you you and i could have put together um oh it's way better than anything i create <laughs> yeah Definitely. i the, <laughs> The, the version one was was probably my best attempt and attempt at trying to create something with call to action and like a decent look and feel and you know it, it worked but you know in, in version 10 we'll look back on version one and be like oh my god that was the most embarrassing looking website <laughs> we've ever you got to start there. somewhere though you got to start. start somewhere yeah 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 and, and so we've reached episode seven, we're going to have a great discussion today. And then, um, in the future episodes that we're going to continue with on deck, we have, 
you know, individuals who have expressed interest in joining us as a guest and yeah. sharing stories and advice from their second acts in life. And we've learned, and we'll talk about this a little bit more, um, you know, what it is people are most interested in, in listening to, at least from us. And, um, and so, yeah, I'm, I'm super excited, uh, about continuing this, this journey with you, John. Yeah, man, I am, I am super excited. You know, we just talked about starting somewhere and repetitions and growing from experiences and that's the name of the game. You know, that's what I'm talking to people about on a daily basis is taking that action, just getting out there and, and figuring it out on, you know, over time. And it's not something that's easy. It's, it's definitely not easy. It sometimes isn't sexy at all. And there's a lot of pain and nuance and learning, but that's exactly why we're here. We're doing it in front of, you know, the people listening. We get to do it in real life with people that critique us in real life. And that's, that to me is the most beneficial thing is having people who listen to an episode and say, Hey, you know, I really liked episode four, episode yep. five didn't hit on all the metrics for me that I was looking for, but you got, you know, six was okay. So we get to go back and listen to those episodes and figure out what, what it was that really made the difference and then, and then try to adjust each time. It literally is the OODA loop in real life on our episode. So I'm excited, man. It is. And who knows, maybe your second act will be in, in product management. You sounded very much like, um, some of the, the product managers I've worked with over the last <laughs> 18 years. So uh, but just to bring us back, last week we discussed more about windows of opportunities, you know, the seemingly endless array of trade-offs and, and finding your calling in life. In this episode, we're going to discuss navigating the unknown and the benefits of consistent effort. Two topics that I'm really looking forward to covering. I, hopefully you are as well. And maybe, you know, what maybe you've learned uh, in the last week or so. Yeah. Um, uh, at that event. Yeah. Well, I mean, I alluded to it earlier, but I went to an event in New Orleans. It was called the Kingdom Leader Summit. And there were some phenomenal speakers there. The event was put on by a buddy of mine, a former Marine, Phil Nico. And he's, he's doing some pretty amazing things, but he brought in speakers like David Green, um, who founded Hobby Lobby. If anybody doesn't know, Hobby Lobby did 7.7 billion in sales in 2022. So kind of knows a thing about, uh, about doing big things, but, um, also had John Gordon come in, um, one of his pastors, uh, Steve Robinson there in New New Orleans area, John Maxwell, who's, I think I totaled up, he's written 23 leadership books. I mean, it was a phenomenal event. There was like 120 men there, so we we huh. very intimate setting. But I mean, we got to hear things like, you know, um, David Green said, "Success is measured by the seeds you sow, and not the harvest that you reap." So, you know, we talk about putting in effort, and we talk about getting better every single day. Those are like seeds, seeds that you're planting. With we have what we think is an end harvest, right? What we think is going to be the end result, but it's not really about that end result. It's about those daily actions that are actually teaching us something different 
along the way or teaching us something better than we can get it with the end product. Um, I mean, the whole conference, it was about serving, stewardship, leading. You know, we talked about, you know, the topic of self-made men, right? And how there is mm-hmm. nothing such as a, a self-made man. Yeah. You know, you've done some pretty amazing things. I, I've done some really cool things, but we didn't get there by ourselves. You know, I talk about my five pillars a lot on different podcasts, the five men that really spoke into my life um, during my, my, you know, college years, guys that encouraged me to just go farther than I would ever, was ever thinking. And you've probably had those people in your life that have really spoken into you and, and made you, um, you know, inspired to do more than you thought you could. You know, we, we talk, we talked about, you know, giving gratitude yeah. to the people around us that, that help make us. And, and one of the quotes was silent gratitude is worthless. Um, you know, so you may feel it in your, in your heart, you may think it in your mind, but it doesn't do anything until you reach back out to those people that have helped you out and say, man, thank you so much for lending a hand or giving me advice or making a way where I needed it would open the door when I needed it the most. Cause that truly is, um, people paving the way for you and your success. So man, yeah, just a, a great event, two days, 24 hours of um, speakers and other guys that are out there doing some amazing things. So not to, not to plug it or promote it, but it was a, it was a really cool event. Yeah. It's a, I love that, um, that idea of, you know, giving gratitude out loud and people are not mind readers, you know, and they think they're, they're helping you and, and they see some of the, the things that you're doing after, after helping you and supporting you, um, but, but hearing it directly from an individual. And there's so many people in my, my life, um, both men and women, that have played an integral role in uh, the things that, um, that I've done and that I've accomplished, um, both personally, you know, on a family level with friends and, and at work, that, uh, you know, it's hard. It, asking me to narrow it down to five would be, I think, yeah. really, really challenging <laughs> for me. Um, but... Uh, um, for everybody who has helped me and, and I've uh, accidentally um, not let you know how much you've helped me over over time, this is a, a an on-air shout out to and a big thank you um, for everything that you've done for me. Um, did That's in awesome. those in those conversations, John, you know we're talking about uh, or in our last podcast, you talked about getting from peak to peak. Yeah, and then navigating the unknown as you go down the mountain to the top of yeah. the next one. Sure. Any any information uh, either there or just from your own experiences or stories that that you want to share? Well, Michael, I you know I've been at it for a year almost now, and and I have had some highs and lows, and I'll continue. I I guarantee it to experience highs and lows um, in this second act. Um, but it's, it's been an eye opener. You know, if somebody asked me a year ago where I thought I would be right now, it would be different. It would have been, I would have projected something different for me. But now that I'm here, I don't think I would take away any single moment that I've experienced over the past year of heartache, of overcoming, of defeat, uh, you know, um, 
but I've also made a, a, some phenomenal friends. I've had some great networking sessions. I've had some really good learning experiences that have taught me so much more than I would have learned if I didn't fall on my face. Yeah. And they, I think, are going to propel me in ways that I have no idea. But that's the process, right? That's navigating the unknown. That is stepping out and doing something brand new that you don't necessarily have somebody to follow you into. You know, that's, that's how the Marine Corps was for 20 years. Everything's pretty much laid out. If you want to, you know, get the next rank, if you want to do the next, get the next qualification, if you want to go do something else, there's somebody that's done it before you. All you got to do is tap into what they're, what they've done and the knowledge set that they have and follow them. Right. And it, you have to m maybe make some things up on your own, but it's pretty much, um, a process that is set out before you going into your second act. <laughs> sometimes it sometimes is like charting the unknown waters. You know, it's, a, <laughs> I think about the maps of early navigation, you know, and it, you know, it just, people thought that where the map ended, you ended, you know, or there'd be a blacked out <laughs> yeah. portion and then they'd say there'd be dragons here or, you know, and you're, you're going into uncharted territory. Um, and that's some, sometimes what it feels like to go on your second act when you're doing something entrepreneurial or, or something brand new to, to your skill set. Um, yeah. but man, I don't think I would replay or replace any of those learning moments because I wouldn't be where I'm at now with the appreciation of how far I've come, the 1% better every day, you know, the, the books that I've read, the relationships, you know, that I've gained sitting here, having these conversations with you. Um, has been part of that process as well. So I'm definitely grateful, but it's been tough. Yeah. I Someone recently said this and it stuck with me that you can't experience success without tasting failure. Yeah. And I thought it was a, a pretty powerful statement um, that talks about the ups and downs uh, that, that one goes through when they're embarking on uh, anything new. And going back to my product management experience in the tech space, a lot of anticipation and excitement lead, leads up to the launch uh, of the product or feature that you're going to do. And then you finally hit the go button, release it into the wild. Yeah. And just like with our podcast, we hit the go button. We were essentially like redlining. Our RPMs were maxed out as we were hustling, getting things going in the right direction. We wanted them to go. Uh, and at the beginning, you like feel fresh, fueled up, amped yep. up uh, about what it is you know you and I wanted to accomplish. And we had that like bird's eye view of how to get from mountaintop to mountaintop, but we didn't know and still don't know what lies in between. Uh, especially after just <laughs> you know a month since we launched our our product, the podcast. Yeah. But we're looking for signs of life, right? Like podcast downloads, subscribers, followers, promo engagement, feedback, uh, if people are willing. Um, and we're chasing every lead. Anybody who wants to talk to us, who's listening um, and wants to give us a couple minutes to let us know good, bad, or, or ugly, yep. anyone who's kind enough to provide us with their thoughts on the content is super helpful for us. Um, and so we're learning through this so-called like customer feedback process from our growing network, what's resonating, you know, what's fallen a bit flat. You talked about it in like maybe episode four was awesome. Episode two, not so much, whatever. 
uh, and what does not work at all. And then going back to navigating the unknown, we're evaluating the data and modifying our messages and refining our product. So we had, we had an idea of what our path should be on the podcast or what it is that we wanted to create. But the terrain, you know, going from peak to peak or the market, if you will, in our case, reveals how to navigate your way to success. Yeah. And, and what we talk about, what types of audience members are engaging, what we should add, remove after, after going uh, or after going forward. Some, sometimes that is up and over. Sometimes, you know, just overcoming obstacles as they come up. Other times it's doubling back. Yeah. Part of the chosen path of what we wanted to create was just plain wrong and you need to pivot. Uh, other times you're just smiling and skipping your way there because everything's clicking. Yeah, But it's, sure. it's actually typically a combination of all three. Um, and, you know, I'll, I'll end with this is like if you find yourself not knowing what to do next or which direction to go in, step away. You just, you know, we've talked about the pause. I think we need to come up with like a some kind of hallmark term. Uh, that is the second act pause. Uh, and and when you're in the, the trough of despair, do something totally unrelated to your work. Give your mind a break to reset. It could be a few minutes. It could be a few hours. It could be even a few days. But just like a computer needs to reboot sometimes for everything to work again, and nobody knows exactly why that works, but sometimes the old reboot just gets everything to work again. Give yourself the opportunity yeah. to reboot yeah that's good i i like that you know taking that pause and trying to figure out what those next steps are but but backing away too and and but i also want to lend some credibility to people who who are maybe feel like they're failing mm -hmm. and uh this podcast has opened up a lot of conversations for me in different circles and I've had these conversations about failing. And I talked to one of my partners in my, my development, commercial real estate development company. And he said that he had an investor come to him and said that he would not invest with my partner. This is a couple of years ago. Yeah. He would not invest with my partner because he hadn't lost. He hadn't experienced failure. Because that is the true mark of how you are going to, you know, prevail. That's the true mark of a leader. That's a true mark of, you know, somebody in complete control is, is when you fail, how do you respond? How do you get back up? How do you start navigating those waters again when, when you may have lost everything or you may have just lost, you know, at that opportunity. And then that parlays into a conversation I had with a motivational speaker who said it, it is all about losing. Losing is the thing that makes you a better winner Yeah, because you lose and lose and lose and then you win and you're like, man, okay, I need to really evaluate this win so I can recreate it. And then you may go back to losing, 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 and then win. And it's, it's those troughs, the trough that I feel like I'm in kind of right now, the the trough from mountaintop to mountaintop that really makes a person. So I want to, uh, you know, encourage and admonish our, our listeners who are currently feeling like they are losing. They're not. All they are doing is, is, is experiencing victory in a delayed form. They get That's to, nice. they get to have a couple 
you know, slower moments to reflect and revision and refocus before they get into that victory that they're achieving. And so it's, man, you know, I know the unknown is tough. There's highs and lows, there's wins and losses, but we also, we talked about celebrating the wins. Yep. Let's celebrate some of those losses too, because that just means you're one step cre- greater or closer to winning. Absolutely. And if, and if you know someone or see someone who's struggling, who's, who's down in that trough, who's, who's experiencing some temporary failure, yeah, go help them out. Yeah. Go, go give them some words of encouragement. Ask how you can help them. Uh, it's not lost on, on me or probably us that, uh, in life, maybe we've, we've had some advantages. So pay it forward to people, uh, who are less fortunate than, uh, than you are. And, uh, and that goes a long, long way. Just being by someone's side, giving them that coaching, giving them that help, uh, whatever it may be, it may be something simple, uh, or, you know, they may need a lot of help with something. And if, if you have the ability to commit to helping them do it. Yeah. Well, I think that kind of leads us into the next topic that, you know, we were just going to get to discuss today, which was consistently putting in the effort um, yeah. and reminding yourself of all the things that you want to achieve, but they don't happen overnight. Typically, yeah. you know, there are things you can do that are, are already known to get better um, over time through repetition. You know, we talk about a basketball player getting in the gym and shooting over and over and over and over. We talk about being in the military and doing drills over and over and over. Um, There's also things that you can set out to do with an unknown outcome. You know, just like we talked about a second ago, starting as an entrepreneur in the second act, don't necessarily know where you're going to end up. You have an idea of what you want to achieve, but who knows the route that you're actually going to have to navigate to get there. But the experience of it do of doing those things, it teaches you stuff along the way, and consistently putting in the effort in either case, um, really increases your probability of success. You know, yeah. you, you're you're in your second act right now. I mean, can you confirm or deny this? This this is confirmed. Um, I yeah. This I mean, this has been my my focus for the last month and a half, uh, just trying to create something, um, with you. I, I will say for me, at least it's been super beneficial to have, um, someone who, uh, at one point in time was my leadership coach, uh, but then agreed to be a partner. And I think having a partner when you're undergoing anything, um, significant where you can bounce ideas off of and, and hold each other accountable to is super helpful. Uh, some people want to do the solo, solo, solopreneur, solopreneur route, which, which works for some, but I don't yeah. think it would work as well for me. Um, because again, we were just talking about, uh, when you're, when you're ex- experiencing failure, having a down day, it's good to have, uh, someone to help, help pick you up. And, yeah. you know, you, the, we're talking about consistent efforts and eh, you brought up the, some like physical related activities, basketball, things like that. A simple analogy that maybe many can relate to is just getting into shape, right? Most people want to get into shape and live a healthier life, but they yeah. want to go from being, you know, overweight and out of shape to Instagram beach photo ready in like a week. 
and it, it doesn't happen, right? But eating healthy, exercising, getting adequate rest um, is a proven recipe to getting whatever physique it is that you want, but you have to do it consistently. You have to do it over time, and then you start to see the results. And this is why, you know, so many New Year's resolutions die before they even get started. Um, but it gets a little trickier when the outcome is unknown, like for us on the second act, and you don't know, you know, what type of effort to put in or how long to stay at it. It, it gets really tricky, um, yeah. and it really starts to test your commitment. You know, going back to my earlier comments on on like signs of life and chasing every lead at the beginning to understand what's going on, um, that's fuel to keep you going, even though you don't necessarily know how to get where you want to go. Um, and then just circling back to, to how I started this, having, having a community of mentors, coaches, supporters, um, those p- folks play a critical role uh, in any endeavor where efforts are effort is going in, but the outcome is unknown. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, you know, I, and I talk about those people in your life, those mentors, coaches, um, instructors, you know, whether you are doing something for the first time or doing something for the 10th time, leaning on those individuals to help see things that you're missing maybe on, on, on the peripherals and to trust in those efforts because it doesn't happen overnight and you're not going to maybe see some of that progress. But like I've told you before, when we were coaching, like I've told probably mentioned on this um, podcast before, it's the 1% sometimes isn't seen for a while. It's when you look back and you see, holy cow, I can't believe that's where I came from. Going into the gym, you go work out once, you're not going to see the results the next day. You're going to feel the, you're going to feel (laughs) Yeah. You know, but you're not going to see the results. But I, I guarantee, you know, I tell people the best time to go work out is in the winter. Because you go in, usually in the gym, you're wearing sweats and maybe a, a, a sweatshirt and you're working out. And then when it comes to summer and you go and you shed that, you shed those, uh, those layers, uh-huh. you're like, holy cow, I can't believe this is what, what, what's happened. I've, I, there was a guy I followed who said he worked out in, he hated his legs, right? He didn't like his legs. They were skinny. They were non-muscular. They're exactly hey. like mine. Um, and he said he wore sweatpants to the gym every day for seven months. Every yeah. time he worked out, he wore sweatpants. And then one day he went in there and he wore shorts and it said, he said it motivated the crap out of him because he yeah. had not seen this change take place. And he, he, he did, he wasn't measuring it on a day to day basis. He literally measured it month one, month seven. And he got to see those results. And then he was all about sharing his experience with other people. So, yeah. you know, if you want to see quick results, um, you're going to be disappointed most of the time. There Now, there's some things where you can go in and, and gain some massive, you know, massive improvement very quickly. But then it's the refinement that takes time. But it's, again, trust in the process and trust that consistent efforts will pay off. Yep. Yeah. And, uh, you know, I, if I have a goal for the following year and I, I want to, you know, so-called new year's resolution or whatever, I actually, um, if I'm really 
committed to doing this thing, I'll I'll start yeah. in October of the year before. That way, nice. If I if I miss a couple days or or I get sick or something gets in the way, I can recover and then by the time I hit January 1st, I'm, you know, I'm sort of in a habit of doing something for this new year's resolution or whatever you want to call it. So I like start in October. So you give yourself like permission to have some failures, have some misses, have some cheat days, whatever it is. um, So that when you do get to the year where you really want to, you know, put something out and hit the goal, you're like, you're kind of in the motions of doing it. Yeah. Um, And then again, like drawing on my, my product experience in tech, once a, once a product's out there, you'll get feedback um, from stakeholders in your network, from experts, from friends. And it, if it's a product that offers flexibility in terms of how it can be used, the, the data will reveal some common use cases as the customer base increases. And as yep. long as you continue to keep the product stable, easy access, easy to use, you add features on a regular basis, I'm coming back to you know the, just the consistent effort you will wind up with something that you can be proud of and provide value to the market. Like I'm, I'm proud of what, where you and I have come from since we hatched this crazy yeah. idea in April to <laughs> where we launched in September to now where we are in October. Uh, you know, I, as much as I would love to have, you know, 100,000 uh, downloads already, the reality is it's just not, I mean, almost nobody can do that unless you're like a celebrity or something. Sure. So- I, I, I put my practical hat on and I'm like, okay, we're doing the consistent effort. We're doing things consistently 1% better uh, every day to try to move the needle. And I, I would say that we're doing it. Now there's days I'm like, man, this, 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 this ain't working. I don't know. Yep. <laughs> you know but um, I'll say the, the last thing I'll say is try to avoid getting distracted, right? Because there, and we've talked about this also in, in previous episodes, there are people and things that'll help keep you on track. But there's at least double the number of people and things that will get you off track with oh, yeah. with your consistent efforts. Oh yeah. Well, I I talked about this last episode is the, all the distracting things that I think that are going to fulfill maybe what I'm looking for immediately, right? Or or be an easier success. And and sometimes I think, oh man, I just I want to just jump on this other other thing or this other route because the trajectory looks better, you know, and, and you think in, in, in a shorter amount of time, I'll be able to have better success. Yeah. But when I look back, I think, no, man, I started, I started on this route for a reason. I wanted to do this thing for a reason. Let's, let's see it through. Yeah. It may fail. It may not work out the way I wanted, but don't try to jump on something that is, um, a, a, that's distracting. That may feel a little sweeter. Um, but but just because something doesn't turn out the way you wanted it to doesn't necessarily mean it's a failure. Right. Right. It's just different than what your expectation was, and that sure. and that outcome may still be good in a different way. Yeah. I mean, uh, the only analogy I can think of right now is you know going back to the working out. You know, if if you're working out and you don't see results right away. Look at all the other alternatives that are out there to to get your quick get your body in a quick, you know, fix. Yeah. To get the results that you want. I would say that ninety nine point nine nine percent of those things are all harming to your body. 
there's a you know six yeah. minute abs, five minute abs, four minute abs. There's a reason people keep coming up with these ideas is because of the allure of getting the job done faster yeah. and getting that result quicker. But really, what it takes is just hard work. Yeah, and doing the work day in and day out is the recipe for success. That's, 100%. that's what we've talked about before with Bill Gates, with Steve Jobs, with the Beatles, all these people that put in the 10,000 hours to get the success that people thought came immediately. You know, the, the saying of I'm an over, I'm an over night success. It just took me, you know, 10, one, 12, years. 10 years to <laughs> figure it out or whatever it is. It, it takes time. Don't look for the quick fix. If anything, look for the person that's where you want to be yeah. and attach yourself to them. That's the quicker way to do it because they'll just help you avoid the pitfalls that you may fall in, that you may experience yourself. Find yeah. that guy, find that man or woman that is a couple steps ahead of you and leech onto them with, with their blessing, of course, but follow them. That's how you speed up your success, not finding the shortcuts. Yeah. I, I have used that advice myself, uh, and listening to people who have traveled, you know, a version of the journey I want to go and learn from, from their mistakes and, um, and also, you know, what they've done to be successful. And yeah, yeah it's funny. You talk about trying to, to, um, uh, like figure out your way to get in shape faster. Every time that I've found myself out of shape and try to like double down, um, especially as I get older, I have literally, <laughs> literally hurt myself, like my back or something. And it, you know what it does? It actually delays me getting into shape even yeah, longer because now I got to recover. <laughs> got to yep. recover. So yes, it's it. A slow, steady, consistent process is not like the sexiest, most exciting thing to hear. And once in a while, you do want to hit the gas pedal and go like yeah. when, when those opportunities present themselves. But a lot of times it's just, you know, going through trusting the process, all the things that, that we've shared and, and that I'm sure our guests are going to share a version of as well yeah. in the upcoming episodes. Yeah. And, you know, we've we've started getting some feedback, um, which is awesome. And I just welcome people that are listening to give us feedback, jump on the website, www.michaelandjohn.com. Go to the page where you can sign up to, to follow us and give us, give us some feedback where you're at in your journey. Um, and, and how that's going for you. If you're, you know, struggling and you want some motivation, we'd love to reach out and provide that if you have a success story, man, we'd love to highlight that, have you on the show maybe and let you talk about that firsthand and give some of your success stories um, to to the listening audience. So um, use that as a tool to help us, to help you to to grow your experiential knowledge. Um, we'd love to we'd love to hear back from you guys. Yeah, absolutely. Um, you know, hopefully the audience has enjoyed the discussion today regarding navigating the unknowns, the ups and downs, the benefits of consistent efforts. Uh, I, I think I've said this before in previous episodes, but the, the stuff we talk about 
is as much a reminder for me as it is for sharing with, you know, whoever out there is, is listening and interested in what we have to say. Uh, you know, there's some exciting stuff coming in the upcoming episode. So stay tuned. Uh, we are, we, we've got a guest lineup that I'm, I'm pretty excited about. So yeah. uh, any, any final thoughts, John, before we sign off? Well, I just, again, another encouragement for people listening, you know, we by no means want to have everything figured out when we jump on the air. We are trying to, to be as honest and real and transparent as possible. And we, you are going to be able to, if you stick with us for any amount of time, you're going to be able to see us go from our lows to our highs and probably back down, back down to the lows. And, and that's a real treat for me because I try to be pretty transparent in everything that I do. If you follow me on LinkedIn, you'll see that I post a lot about, you know, some, some upsets and some losses. And this is just another way for us to convey that, but in a way that we can hopefully encourage you, the listening audience into achieving success on your second act. So yeah, just appreciate you guys for listening. Thank you so much. And uh, stay tuned because I agree. We've got some exciting stuff coming on the next episodes. Awesome. Thanks guys. Thanks yeah. John. See Always ya. a pleasure. The second act with Michael and John features Michael Newborn and John Ballinger. The podcast is produced by Seltzer Games. For more information on the show, check out michaelandjohn.com. Or if you'd like to get involved in the conversation, give the guys a shout on their socials at the second act with Michael and John on most platforms. Thanks for listening. Seltzer Kings Podcasts.